Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode 102 of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now introducing my friend, my co-host, my partner, Graham, from the top of Metal Mountain all the way down to all 50 states and the globe and that random sunflower patch in the middle of upstate New York, it's the Happy Heel himself. Show your muscles for the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Internationally Known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? Not what's too much. Metal Mountain? What's up, Metal Mountain? Hey, <laughs> how about that, Chris? How, how about that, Geek? We are now up to two... 100 followers on Twitch TV. Does that deserve a woo? Woo and a cat. Yeah. There you go. Woo. There you go. Woo. woo. You want to introduce the guest or you want me to introduce the guest today? You can introduce it. Oh, can you introduce her? Okay. Globally, our ringside crew, let's give a war. Dudes at ringside, welcome. Guns up for courageous Christina Marie. Oh, all right, keep it happening. We already know these guns are ready. <laughs> no. oh, I like that. I seen that. I was like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if our fans are not um, familiar with you, I don't know why they wouldn't be. Introduce yourself. I am a courageous female athlete based out of Albany, New York. My hometown is connected to New York. I say Albany because people aren't familiar with hometowns as well as, you know, different states and stuff like that. I would hope you know. Um, I am an elite power lifter and a pro wrestler of seven years on the indies. Um, I'm a badass chick that you don't want to get mad. That's all you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the first match I saw that you did was against um, elite – Steel, and I was like, Whoa, she destroyed her. <laughs> yeah, you destroyed oh, her that match. Yeah, like, man, that, that had to be what a couple of it had to be before COVID. It was a year before COVID. It was during the time that I lost my PPW Women's Championship to Mercedes Martinez. Mm. Was, it, was yeah. that as, as before she got signed, right? That was before she got signed, yes, right. Mm. Well, like, I was watching it while we were before we did a podcast, and he, my whole whole time my face was like this. <laughs> He's like, "What are you looking at?" I'm like, "I'm just watching Dean Steele just get just mowed down by this truck called Christina Marie." She just like, so um, who who, tra- who trained you? What? Who trained me? Yeah, Shockwave the robot trained me out of the XWA that was based in Albany, New York. And actually they just found another venue. So they were closed for a little bit. Um, that was in 2016, about March, I started training with them and they closed about maybe like 2018 to 2020, but they reopened back up. What was your, what was your first match like in front of a crowd? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, it was, it was, a lot of emotion, a lot of feeling, a lot of, I can, you know what I mean? You have, you're excited, you're nervous. 
And coming from somebody like me that couldn't even read a paragraph in front of a classroom and couldn't stand in front of a crowd or classroom or even make eye contact with people throughout my middle school growing up and stuff. And then being able to do that, it was like a different, it was a different feeling. So, and then I had to push myself to be able to do it. So it was very nerve wracking, but it was, it was a straight adrenaline rush. It was, it was, it was amazing. Um, I got my ass kicked by a toxic. Um, she was managed by Helen. This was held at New, New England Championship Wrestling, July 9th, 2017, if I'm correct. And that's actually really great if I know that on the job. So that's mm. really, really proud of me. <laughs> um, well, I got my ass kicked. I wasn't even supposed to take the match. I was still under a training contract that we weren't supposed to take any bookings. And I still went behind my trainer's back. And I wanted to have an experience of wrestling a female or in a female promotion because I trained with nothing but dudes. Not saying that it's anything wrong. I just wanted to be able to not overextend my athleticism and stiff like stiffness. I wanted to be able to see how females would work. So that's how my first match went. And actually, I got my ass kicked within the first five minutes. And I went back home three and a half hours later. It was in Boston, Massachusetts. So, hmm. I was just in Boston this past week. I went to went to Salem for a little bit today, and then we went to uh, New Hampshire to hang out with family. How was it? I haven't been there yet, Salem. Oh, you have to go to Salem. It's beautiful. The buildings are so old school. It's just like I'm so mad. My we were supposed we were supposed to get a real yummy official fish and chips, and my dad, my mom's like, "Oh, what do you want to have? A, a, just a little snack." My dad's like, "Oh, I want a hot dog." And I'm like, "I guess I'm not getting my yummy fish and chips." Head <laughs> down in sadness. Hulk, Hulk, and the the, the being with the Hulk, the thumb up, walking and trying to get a ride. That was me. I'm not gonna get real fish and chips. <laughs> Another creepy town you have to check out is Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. 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 Very old, very old town, but very nice over there. You know, I've yeah. been wanting to do Halloween different things and go like explore, but every time something I'm always either working or wrestling hmm. in the last like couple of years. So then, you know, since I'm able to do all these things, I should make time to do that. But, I but to- my advice to you don't go to Salem in October. It's like it's like going to New York City in the summertime. It is oh, packed. If you hate crowds, you'll be like this. Get the bag. A Sheldon blowing into the bag on a big bag. Don't deal with it. Like, oh, it's too many people, right? Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> he sells sweatshirts for twenty dollars. You can't go wrong with that. I mean, we do. For wrestlers, we sell sweatshirts for twenty. If not twenty-five, yes. if it's a certain size. I'm bad. I'm like. <laughs> I, I, I go to places and I'm, I'm just like, $20. And I'm like, I'm on vacation. I got the money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, this is this is the only time I'm going to be here right now. And do I really want it? And you're like, no. Only thing I really bought, I'm horrible. I bought this, a crow, that I love crows. Absolutely obsessed with crows. So you're a Sting fan. I mean. Oh, I love Sting. I love, <laughs> yeah. I'm little, I'm a fan of cruiserweights. I love, I love, I love anything that's tough. I like stickers too. I'm a sticker fanatic. That's, See, that's, awesome. that's the one sticker I bought in Salem. Didn't have didn't say Massachusetts. Oh, it's a, oh. <laughs> yes. A pigeon, it looks like a crow, right? It's not a pigeon version of a crow, right? Yeah, it looks like a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it made it with a pigeon and it made a pigeon crow. Could have been. I had to buy it. I almost got yelled at by the owner of the store because <laughs> I took a picture of something. The owner was like, 
We're not supposed to take pictures in here, sir. I'm like, they still do that. They still freak out about that stuff. I think I think I went to New Jersey. I think it was in the mall. You know that mall in uh, Atlantic City? Is it the one that's in like the near the casino? Like the yes. Casino? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm aware. Yes, I'm yeah. Aware that that mall in Atlantic City. I think I was in. I was with the mod, and we were in like a picture frame store. I took a picture of a, of a picture. Oh, that looks pretty nice. And then the guy's like, "No pictures." Gave me the look like. I can wait until he plays Fine. And I felt so bad. I'm like, I gotta buy something now. I'm gonna be that guy. It's a witch store. I'm gonna wake. I'm gonna wake up sitting, my nose bleeding. You get my the, you get, you know, it's like it's like frowned upon. You're like, no pictures. I was like, I was like, what can I buy? I'm like, I was like, I even did it. I looked at the girl. I was like, see, see, delete. I had the iPhone. You click on the top and select and select the picture. I'm like, delete. See? Make sure I didn't delete any. You know, screenshot it before you actually delete the actual photo, then you have a screenshot of it. So that's in a different folder. But what for me, I was scared. Give give us the bad ideas right now. Yeah. (laughs) I'll remember that. It's like you you didn't hear this from me. (laughs) But the thing is, I was afraid I was going to delete because I. I make all the fun promotional stuff for the podcast, the posters and the little fun mm-hmm. stuff. I don't want to delete, end up accidentally deleting a picture of Christina or you or anybody that's coming up after you. Then I'll, they'll be like, "Where's our picture, Joe?" Why'd you use the picture on my Instagram? We didn't. You we we sent you pictures. Geek, do you have a spare picture? Geek. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find, find be like, oh. Deleted the chat. Oops, he can tell you that, Christina. Geek knows. I'm the king of, eh, don't need this chat. Delete. She said, sucks because the artwork was amazing. (laughs) She's talking about the guy that got mad at us for taking the picture. (laughs) The the statue I took a picture of, Christina, was so cool. It was like a Native American with like dressed like a crow and he was like doing like a dance. He had his arms out and his head down and the bird the crow's head was on his head. Mm-hmm. And he was flapping his arms with like these black pants on and there was little crows around his feet. And I was just like oh yeah. man. <laughs> so, I'm more of a cardinal person if you ask me. Cardinals are cool. <laughs> Where I live in PA there's a lot of cardinal blue jays, hawks, eagles everything <laughs> i live in the woods pretty much great look at this joe now now you get me in trouble with the mod she says i'm a bad influence <laughs> <laughs> he is <laughs> so um have you ever thought of wrestling out of the country christina yes actually i, I was hoping right before covid i was going to be able to get my passport but i had a lot of things happen in the last year that postponed it and then i postponed it even more knowing that covid the pandemic was going on so actually in the last like two weeks actually i'm getting like that i just got blood work done physical updated physical and stuff for like well needed you know future things and then i actually said that's the next thing i gotta do is passport because i've had a lot of opportunities been asked or like suggested to me but i'm unable to because i don't have a passport yet so that's something that i'm slacking on against my benefits there's a promotion that we always connect ourselves to, Christina. They're called Coventry Pro Wrestling. They're in England. Definitely check them out. 
Okay. They're, they're a good promotion. They have a lot of really yeah, good yeah, women's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good women's in the promotion. And uh, if I'm saying the name wrong, I'm sorry, guys. It's W-A-W in England. They're another good one. Doesn't ring a bell. And uh, UK Wrestling, that's another good promotion that's in England. Okay. And um, Blackheart, that's another promotion in England. Okay, trust me, that's my next bucket list between that and some other things, you know what I mean? I'm gonna yeah. Cool. yeah, so I'm excited. I, that's another thing. I just talked about that to my buddy Nick at, when I was at 2CW the other day in the locker room. I said that to him about me getting my passport and everything so I can cross over the border. It's well overdue. Yeah. Well, you get any promotions in England or when you go over the border, send us your posters. We'll post them on the wall. And- okay. Cool. Well, Thank you. Appreciate it. We love doing that. Anything, any upcoming events that you're doing, the poster, ask the promotion. If they say sure, send them our way. We love helping wrestlers promote their, their upcoming events and stuff that's going on in their lives and their, in their, in their wrestling career. Mm-hmm. We're all for it. We love helping you guys. That's that's our way of helping without being in the ring. We're like the ones like we're like in my head we're the guys hand like the old New York guys handing out the flyers in Times Square. That's <laughs> us. But without uh-huh. handing out the flyers. You guys we can curse. We can curse okay. here. But no, I do because like I remember like my first couple wrestling shows, like we we're supposed to do that. And like still to this day, I think that's weird because then I actually have to like take my time to talk to them. That takes a lot of effort sometimes, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, some people just get really deep in the conversation, and I always flecked off of energy. So usually if somebody's upset, I always take – I end up sucking people's bad energy in. I feel like one of those, like, good energy people that give, and then I suck them in. So it's like I would would never want to be out in public. Like, it's a long time ago anyway, so. But I give you guys credit. Uh And I appreciate it, though, for promoting, you know, any – Female man, male talent, and stuff like that. That's it's well appreciated in the business. We we love just helping. Like me and Geek have been fans of wrestling since college. We got me and Geek met in college, and he got me into the independence and showing me Ring of Honor. And then I just was like, dude, this stuff's so cool. And then we started the podcast on a whim. We just were doing the show talking about Raws and Smackdowns, reviewing, and my friend. Of 13 years, Foxy Foxy and Damian Dragon, the three wrestlers, when we had them on the podcast, like first and third time, like people we had on the show. And I was like, Geek, do you want to try to get indie wrestlers? And he's like, All right. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's the least we could do is a, a retweet, like a match you're in or something like that, you know? To show like that one person could see one person, send it to one person, share it to another person, or just see it, not like it, it still gets seen somehow, somewhat. So it's 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 great. Yeah, that's, that's the fun. Oh, here we go. Ever so spooky. Yes, she has a cute cat. Where did where did it go? It there he is. There he is, right there in the corner. Because I have a steak. I told you guys I had steak shrimp salad right here. So look at. There you go. He's a part of it. Yay, kitty. <laughs> He's like, are you gonna eat that? So I'm sitting here. It's like uh, the, that guy on the train. Hey, you gonna have this over? Well, <laughs> no. I, I was with actually Spiffy, and uh, what happened was some guy in Penn. This was uh, back in the pizza, you know, uh, Roses in Penn Station, or uh, you ever been there? 
No, I haven't. All right. So, anyway, there's a pizza place in, in Penn Station. It's called Rhodes Pizza. Spiffy knows where I'm going with this story. The guy goes up to me and says, do you have any money? I'm like, no, sir. I'm sorry. I don't have any money. Then can I have your slice of pizza? I'm like, you're going to eat the pizza after I just ate it. I'm like, no. I'm like, and then and I said, no, sir. No. He's like, all right, fine. You're a bunch of greedy bastards. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't even imagine something like that. Like anytime somebody like you know, I you know, I started actually doing. I, a, my friend Ali actually got told by another former wrestler that's in Ring of Honor. I forgot exactly who. Um, when you're at hotels and you take all the free stuff, you know, the body wash and stuff like that, and like the free yeah. samples. Like I actually started. She started doing it, but you sample them off in bags, so the people that are actually homeless or unless they're working you, you give them something to wash themselves with. So at least they ask you for money, but at least you help them out in some type of way. Uh-huh. So anytime somebody asks me for, I can tell, you, you can kind of tell the ones that ask for money or what doesn't, or the, the ones that maybe just want you to pull out your money in your pocket and see what you got just so they can just snag and run, you know? Yeah. But I give you, yeah, I would have said something more foul. That's more foul. Jeez. <laughs> I'm over here. That cat was jumping over. <laughs> so on the window now. Oh, yeah. Spiffy says he wanted her pizza. <laughs> He wanted your pizza. Oh, he wanted, yeah. fresh. <laughs> yeah, right so, up, right, right up the bat. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, you don't have money? Okay, fine. I want your pizza then. <laughs> As a person that does Special Olympics, like, what kind of workout regimen do you do to keep people like in shape before matches? Um, by Special Olympics, I don't really do Olympic stuff. I, I mean, things considered, yeah. like I don't do CrossFit or anything like that. And I give a lot of people that do CrossFit a lot of things. That, that's where I tried to start off. But um, for a match, um, it's hard because I used to do, I used to think I was superwoman and be able to do complete training of my powerlifting and then be able to slam my back three days or tw- two, twice a week. You know what I mean? And then it didn't work out well. I herniated a disc in my back. So now I change it up a little bit more. Um, I take so many bookings, but that's if, you know what I mean? It works out and we we agree on a booking. So if I have the weekend off, I'll actually use that for like my heavy week because I know I have actual time to rest and actually just kind of do my own fair, you know, spare time besides my shoot work and everything else like that. So I kind of do, I get ready for cardio. I do about four, 30 to 40 minutes of cardio. I do 30 minutes on bench, squat, that back days, I do about 30 minutes of cardio, and it's usually walking at a certain incline, and then sometimes I'll do some sprints. Hey! Sorry. <laughs> um, he, uh, or, yeah, so I do that, and then I kind of just stick light, and I do more volume reps and stuff like that to get a lot of blood flow in me. And I cut the carbs out kind of during the week, and then I'll end up having my cheat either on a Thursday if I wrestle Saturday, because I end up actually getting very pumped off of a day after my cheat, like I get pumped during my cheat, but then I, it stays good if I do more volume workout. So it's kind of like more high reps, low weight. My weekends off or my weeks off, I usually end up crushing it, going back to compound heavy weight lifting. You know what I mean? Deadlifting 300 something pounds and stuff like that. But I don't deadlift on weekends that I wrestle because that's just asking for something terrible. And even if you could do it now, like I used to do it, I used to like I deadlifted 451 pounds at 
at a meet and qualified for the Arnold while I was wrestling every weekend. You know what I mean? So I did it for so long. And Big E even told me from WWE, he said, there's only so long you can continue to do that great, like doing, you know what I mean? Eventually it'll catch up because you got to think you're being thrown around, you're you're turning your body certain ways, and then deadlifting is one form, keeping your back straight. Squat is a very steady form too, and it could screw you all up. So it's just like you're compounding this weight after being thrown around and being twisted and turned. So it's, you got to think what it's doing to your body. Yeah. So I kind of fell back on that, and I kind of found little different things to deal with upcoming events and I cut back a lot of carbs and up my cardio. So if that yeah, was I was trying to explain what I meant, Christina, about how I, I do special Olympics and I always try to keep myself in shape because I swim and I bowl and stuff like that. That's what I meant. I was like, I was like, oh God, I hope she doesn't think she I'm you want to stretch. Always want to stretch, especially before a match. So like right before a match, if you had to say on a day of a show, I usually if it's Saturday, I usually supposed to do shoulders, but Send me doing overhead press. I will do side, front, rear lateral, lateral. You get the wow, that was tongue twister. But you get what I'm saying. I do like a couple different things with five pound weights, but you do them until you can't go no more. And then I eat a good meal. I chill out, get ready, and then get on the road. And then that time frame, I'll actually be ready to go, and I'll have a great pump. So that's pretty much what I do and stretch. It's always good to get a good stretch in before you do powerlifting, anything, swimming, bowling. If you don't get a good stretch before the ball the wrong way, you're gonna pull your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you do do a good stretch and you lift your weight, you could hurt your your neck, your your like shoulder, pull pull a muscle or whatever. You don't want to do that. Yeah, it's kind true. Of. We're not young anymore. I mean, back then we could kind of get away with it and then be able to bounce back, but we're getting older now, so it's like yeah. Damn, you're out, you're out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're done. Right, so. so, so- uh, what's your opinion on intergender wrestling and who would you like to face? My opinion about intergender wrestling, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I've had uh, my fair sh- few shares of intergender matches, singles, and tags, and I think it's awesome. I mean, especially coming from training with a school with just nothing but men, you know what I mean? So um, I think I'm able to have more of a create more of a creativity during my matches with men versus females not against anything it's just a size matter fact you know what i mean so if i find a taller you know great in shape woman that i'm wrestling you know what i mean i almost is like i'm excited because it's like how i was trained with you know the guys that were five foot eleven you know what i mean at least 180 pounds great shit you know what i mean so it was like i always could do my more athleticism moves of agility and my kind of like my little lucha, little run spot, like my all the, like the stuff I used to get taught from Shockwave. But then mm-hmm. I ended up basing off of the power lifting and just sticking with the heavy moves because I was really good at picking up anything that was pretty much 200 pounds or anything that's in that frame, depending on the lift. So it's. And who would you like to face? I would. Uh... Oh, see, I haven't even thought about it. Um... Um, <laughs> I have had to think, I don't know. I, you would have, oh my gosh. I don't know who would I face right now if I want I trying to think. You're going to have to come back. Give me a, come back and ask me that towards the end and I'll be able to give the answer because right now I can't think of anything off the top of my head and I don't want to 
say something that's not real or something that I don't really want to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's that's cool. You know that we totally understand it. It's something like that. Can we skip? <laughs> Can we skip? <laughs> skip, skip button. Boop, skip. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, have you ever wrestled on Long Island? Long Island? Yeah, like no Island. No, I have not. I wrestled in Rhode Island, not Long Island. There's there's two the three three promotions that are Long Island that you should put on your list of places that you want to wrestle in. There's there's Cap. Create a pro. Create a pro. That's that's one that's one place. Okay. Create a yeah. pro. Yeah, Create a pro. There's VPW, which is Victory Pro. It's a hidden gem. They have yeah. a really good women's division. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the champion they have right now, you would you would put up at a good fight against Karen Bam Bam. I think you and Karen would be a great match. I think you and her would make that's actually great. somebody I have not wrestled yet. So that's actually crazy you say that. Cause actually, I was wondering because I was thinking about how many people I've wrestled in the Northeast with my fair share of other people. You know what I mean? And I was thinking of like who, and I said that's probably one of them because I. I knew she's wrestled Adina, Steele, and a few other girls that I've wrestled with in the current match. So. so that could be a possibility match down the, in the future. Mm-hmm. Hey, you never know what the future brings, man. Yeah, man, you never know. Uh-huh. Never know. Papa Denk liked that, by the way. <laughs> he's a podcaster, so. Yeah, he's one of us. He's fans. <laughs> so um, another promotion is the, the New York Wrestling Connection, NYWC. That's another good one. See, I've never, I haven't heard of these, and it's crazy because I usually hear the name or so, but I'm gonna have to look that up once you actually, you know, get off of this. Victory Pro, that's the the first one. Victory Pro. Yes, actually, I've heard of that. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I've heard of that. I I remember. Sorry, no, I'm just, I'm not gonna think of who. Like it's just, it's, it's no point. (laughs) Yeah, there is that one. uh, There's. There's uh there's one that only does shows like randomly. I guess they only do one show a year. It's in Jersey because we are wrestling. They're pretty good. They, they found us. It was hilarious. I'm trying to think who I want to wrestle. I I know another girl that. Oh I, man, I, I, why do I do that all the time, Joe? I stump the guests all the time on the questions. It used to be me. It used to be me that used to be that. I used to get so sad. Like she's gonna hate us forever. She's gonna message us. Don't bother me ever again. He's like, you stumped me on that question. <laughs> well, you know what it is. If thing is with these podcasts, you say the the match that you want, and then it appears. <laughs> so. You know, not to say, like, unless you really mean it. So I'm like, you know, me and my luck, I'll say it, and then it'll be booked next week for all I know. <laughs> I am off the next weekend, so. <laughs> you'll you know? be like, guys, look, and you'll send us a poster with you and Karen. Get, yeah, Karen look at this. Like, we did it. <laughs> we did it. It's actually happening now. Yay. All right. <laughs> I'll send you the uh, the emoji from the office. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> it's like my favorite emoji to do. <laughs> um, Trying to think of what else. Uh. So we saw you. We saw you wrestled in that. It was like almost like the MMA the, style. The CFU, CFU, CFU. Yes, combat fights unlimited. So, that's so what? What was it like? It was. It was great. I mean, I, I didn't win, so I mean, oh. I was not really prepared as much as I would like to be. Um, it was. It was different, you know. And I think it's. It's a, a great start 
you know what I mean, to something new, um, something different, because it's mixed with everything else, you know, between kickboxing, MMA, amateur wrestling, you know, and shoot fighting, you know what I mean, and then you got pro wrestling. So it's really a mix of all that stuff, you know, so you get to see a little bit of everything, which most people just want to see the grappling and the, the shoot fighting, which I prefer that too. So, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like different styles. So you got to use all your... It's awesome. You know, you gotta use what you know. If it's more amateur wrestling, if it's more kickboxing, you know, everybody has their resume, you know what I mean? So, like, whatever. So, it's like, I only have powerlifting and amateur wrestling, but I never did it in high school. But I did it with my brothers when they came home. They did it. They practiced with me growing up. But I happen to remember it because I was so young. So, I ended up using that as a tactic against my opponent. And then more of the punch style because that's what I've known to be good at, like, growing up, you know, like, punching and stuff so i guess that's why it was it was neat i actually want to really do a real cage war thing um there's a lot of that that goes on near my hometown schenectady at the uh, rivers casino and i have a lot of buddies that are in the mma and in the cage fight and stuff like that that are literally been waiting with open arms to have me come walking in and i just haven't because every time i go to think about doing it i have great opportunities coming up so then i'm like i don't want to multitask and then throw yeah, myself yeah. completely out like you know so i'm like, trying to be smart but then i'm like not being the courageous person that I am. So, like, again, I'm this close to doing it because I think I could be great as something, not just one thing, another thing, you know, multiple things. But it was a good experience. So it's making me actually the feeling in there, the way I felt, even though it was what it was for pro wrestling also, I want the real feeling, if you know what I'm saying, like the real yeah. feeling. And my father never really wanted me to get into it. So, but now I'm at the age where I'm like, you know, why can't I go out there and at least try? Win or lose, if I win, I come back, if I lose, whatever. But I, at the same time, I'm still a pro wrestler, so I wouldn't have to make it a full-time thing. But it's something I want to check off. So it's great. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing more promotions open up with uh, the MMA and pro wrestling. Do you think more? Do you think that's a new trend now? or Because you have Bloodsport, you have CFU, and... I think it draws um, a different type of fan crowd. I think it draws in a, a lot more of um, the more gra- like the more graphic kind of hard hitting kind of shit. You know, if you ask me, like you know, you're not saying pro wrestling isn't hard hitting. No, not, not not at all. But it's like, you know, most people love MMA, love boxing. Yeah. If you can actually see like a pro wrestler kind of step out their element and actually use some of their athleticism and their what they know and see a little different style of them, you're a fan, then it's exciting. It's something different. It's something you want to see. So I think it's a, it's a great, I think, I think it's great because it's like blood sport and everything else. And it's just this different type of crowd that goes there far more than just the regular people that want to see general, you know, pro wrestling and a good storyline and a good, you know, well-ran venue. Yeah. We, we just had uh, a Christina, I mean, we, just had, we just had Megan uh, Mason on the podcast like recently. What was it like? I think last a week or two, it was two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. She said she said Lady Frost is a, is a tough opponent. I seen clips yeah. of that match and it seemed pretty short, but it just seemed like a pretty hard hitting kind of fight. If you ask me, you know what I mean. So I got the chance to talk to her before she hit the road. She had a long drive back and stuff like that. And I haven't got a chance to see her since we wrestled at Atomic about two years ago. Yeah, that, that roster, we being geek, I was looking at their website, their Instagram page, because they, like, followed us. And we were like, 
looking and looking, and I was like, man, that you that roster CFU is like like stacked. All the ladies that we are pretty much getting on the podcast in the coming this coming October. You, we had there's Megan. Um, it's it's like a curveball. You had the steel on here, the Dina Dina steel. Um, oh my gosh! Even if they have there's like a curveball in there. I was like, Kennedy Copeland, what? (laughs) Karen Karen Bamvams in there, what? I was like. What is Karen, it's a what is, great mix up, isn't it? Yeah, what is like it's like I was like looking at down the list and I went, I think I was talking to Geek before a show like this, and I was like, uh, Kennedy I mean, Copeland. Imagine they got Karen the hardcore girl. Was she gonna rip the cage apart and start chasing the girl around with the piece of the cage? Like, <laughs> it, it was I mean, great. I actually I, I studied a little bit before I uh went there because that was the second time they ran. So I seen that, but you know what I mean? It was it seemed like some of it was a shoot, some of it wasn't. So like you kind of get the feel of it. So, but like some of the girls, you know, like I said, it was unique seeing them in a different kind of setting. You know what I mean? Or seeing girls not expect other girls to really throw them around and slam them around, and then you know they, it kind of looks like irreal. You know what I mean? I thought it was neat. So yeah, yeah. there's yeah, some of the girls that are like trained, like like uh, Lady Frost. She apparently she. She's a good. Yeah, she does it with her boy or her husband, I think, on the side, and she just she always did like combat stuff like that. Yeah, I was just like, and also, um, Killer uh, Killer Kate, he's trained in that style too. Mm-hmm. He's another one we were, we've we've been dying. To, we 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 got in touch with her, but then she's only available on certain days, and we're like, yeah. <laughs> It's hard, you know, it's hard, especially when people actually have a normal life outside of it, that on the independence, it's very hard. And then, like, if something comes up, it's not even like people sometimes mean it, but communication is the damn key. Yeah. You know, and professionalism especially goes with it. So don't say you want to be on a show or don't, you know, if somebody can't open a message, sometimes it's not that they mean it, they forget about it. That's why, like, some people feel like they're bothering us. It's not that. It's actually good to stay kind of consistent because it's like we don't mean it, you know. Yeah, you know, it's... I understand that. Like sometimes in my mind, when I don't, I look at a message and it's not open. I think the other side of me that's not the podcaster, I go, they don't want to talk to us. But in the opposite side, I think positive. I go, it's probably the request box. It's probably probably the request box because that's what we get lately. Christina, it's hilarious. It's like, Oh my God! I did not see your message. It's in the request box. That's <laughs> like it's like new message. It happens to me all the time. I, literally, I don't even mean it. I don't. Even when I talk to my friends like Adina and like Michaela, I'm like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? So I'm just. Yeah. You could eat your, your dinner at the same time. We're not going to okay, get mad. One shrimp was calling me. I touched it like three times. I had to eat. <laughs> It's like, come on, you know you want to. That made me happy. Gave me, gave me energy. The shrimp, the shrimp's like a cartoon. It's like that's like a tie right there. What's your favorite food? I love steak. I love steak and sweet potatoes. Like, it's part of like when I meal prep too, and I eat steak all the time. But like, that's like my go-to. If that'd be my last meal, it'd be like steak, a potato, and great vegetable. I just a great, cool, delicious meal or vodka. 
zucchini or vodka pasta and stuff like that. Oh my goodness, guys, I don't want it right now. I have a salad here, but yes. the steak, I'm, shrimp, a garden salad. I'm half Puerto Rican, so me, it would have to be a nice fat ben, ben neal with mm -hmm. everything, rice and beans, be, either white rice with beans or just the, the yellow rice, the, the red rice with the beans on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have you ever had ben neal before? No, but I heard oh, it's delicious. So it's like a pork. It, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into detail. I'll just say the skin's like bacon. That's all I'm gonna say. Man, I'm a bacon girl. Oh, you'll love that. You gotta hang in. That sounds like no, a. It's just, you know. it's just you can't eat. You can't eat it safe. It's so sloppy. You have to have mm -hmm. that napkin on your lap as you're eating it, and then you're like. <laughs> or, you just take, or you just take your boyfriend's shirt and go, honey, oh, yeah, you're missing. <laughs> see, I mean, don't ever grab my food while I'm eating. Like, you know what I mean? Like, see, if I offer you it, that means I'm extra happy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I should get like one of those bowls that say, Christina doesn't like to share. That's her. <laughs> see, for this me, is cool. For me, it's pasta and burgers. Not together. <laughs> That's like talking about everything. I want everything. We're talking about pasta, <laughs> talking about like lobster tail. I was thinking about everything. I was like, <laughs> I can't eat shellfish. I'm stuck eating the fish and chips in the corner crying. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. all right. You know, more for us. Yeah. I used to be able to eat, like, I went, when I was in college, they brought us to a comedy club and I, I ate the, the shrimp. And then I went back to the dorm room to go. I'm gonna go wash my face. My eyes feel funny. Went to the bathroom, came out. Yeah, my eyes. It looked like I got in a fight with Lady Frost. My eyes were there. And it was, up, right? Oh no, it's my eyes got puffy. It looked sure. like. Yeah. Did you ever see the episode of Will's of Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Will's eyes got really puffy? Yes. yes. That's what I looked like. I was like, "What do you mean I'm giving you a dream?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, be lucky if you know your airway didn't alert yeah. you to like that. It was just that, but I'm not saying that's any better. Yeah, know, like, I was kind of scared. Call my mom. She's scared. like, "What happened?" I was like, "I don't know. Like, what do you eat for? What do you eat for dinner?" I had shrimp. She's like, "Oh my god, you're allergic to shellfish! <laughs> How did I not know this?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mom. Ah, you tell me. Hey, yeah. Freaking out, mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we talk about here. We talk about everything. We love talking about everything here on Dudes at Ring. So we, it doesn't matter. Like, what? Here we Pasta. go. Next question. Oh, go, Geek. Go. Go, go ahead. You've been talking the whole night. You might as well finish the rest of the interview. No, Geek. <laughs> <next. Go> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that's, the, that's the heel side and Geek coming out right now. <laughs> you go next. That's all right. I'm good. Oh, geek, get to asking him the question. All right, well, what's your uh, what's your favorite uh, dream place to go to? As a for what like, for, like, for wrestling for wrestling? For what is wrestling it, or trip, whatever. I'd I'd be happy to be anywhere that television is at this point. You know, I'm been six years into it, so ultimately the dream was WWE. You know what I mean? But now there's so many options. There's so many opportunities. Definitely. It's hard to say what you would want versus what you would get asked or an opportunity to get. So it's, it goes with a lot of politics and what your decision making is and the facts too. So ultimately, it'd be WWE. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Because from from the roots on, it's been WWE for years since go years and centuries and centuries back. So everyone still knows, even though everybody has their own opinion on who's better and what's better. I think everybody's better. I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't know if anyone's better than anyone else. At the same time, it's be grateful to have any opportunity at this point. Even AEW, you know, it's a lot of girls getting getting their time, getting their shot out there, getting seen. You know what I mean? Getting their opportunity. And I know eventually I'll be able to have my opportunity given to me. It's just a matter of when the time will be, you know, and and when it is, it it matters of who would want me first, uh, who who would want me as as their talent, and wherever I go, they're gonna be very very thankful. You know what I mean? And I'm 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 positive. So. Yeah, you definitely gotta try to keep yourself positive these days because there's. There's so many opportunities now from back in the day, the early days of the like the like the indies. You think that you're gonna get picked up by a WWE or a WCW back in the day, and then you end up spending your whole career in the minors. Now you're in the minors, you're like, I'm never gonna get picked up. And then here comes walked in a Tony Khan or uh a, a Ring of Honor. And then then you're then then that door is open to send you any way you want. WWE, not, you know, not not to shame anything, but some people have made a career on the indies. Yeah. Selling t-shirts like I don't want to say who, but you know, Joe knows who I'm talking about. Some people have literally said WWE is not for me or AEW is not for me. I think I'm gonna stay right here, sell my t-shirts. Do this, do my second job, and you know, yeah, that, that's what they're doing. So, if you can make a living and you're satisfied with whatever you're making a living, at the end of the day, you go to sleep and you wake up happy, and then that's what you need. Some people are making a living off of OnlyFans, some people yeah, are making a living off of freaking not living anywhere, but just going, you know what I mean, the job to job to job, you know what I mean, and just living on the road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As us, as wrestlers, we kind of do that. At, especially people that are signed, you know what I mean? Like they're traveling 20 days on the road at a time. They got to pack everything. They don't get to stop home and see anything. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, they don't get that free time. So it's like they, they technically live on the road too, you know? So it's just, yeah. It's, it's, it's I totally, I totally get what you guys go through because like Geek and I both work in like a retail style, style job. I work in a grocery store. Geek works for Coke. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. And this reverse, this reverse mirror thing is hard for me because I, 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 I could be pointing like this and I point to my wall, but when I point this way, I know, it's like I'm pointing to my, my, to my door. It's like I'm pointing to my wall, but I try to point at Geek and I have to point at my wall, so like I'm pointing at him. I know, like, I know. It's this one. I'm trying to look at my cat. I was like, whoa. Where is he? Like the opposite. <laughs> so <I'm> not- <laughs> like he works for Coca Cola in Long Island, I work at a grocery store. Like, I can go back to work Monday, which I do, let's go back to my vacation. It could be a new kid there that stocks better than me, and they'll be like, sorry, Joe. You, you, three years were nice enough for you. Have a good life. You're fired. You know, like that, it's... We're not wrestling, we're stocking shelves, but still, you know. Do you work those graveyard shifts, or do you, like, work a normal shift? Um, I work from nine to four shifts. I do like the 
this is gonna this is for me since the pandemic i haven't been going to the gym kifu has been my gym i stocked the truck all by myself take the stuff put them on the u-boats every monday tuesday and wednesday every with sodas and oh gosh it's insane <laughs> the same little little me every day it's just insane it's crazy so what have you been watching any like netflix specials or movies lately nothing recently it's been hard to even sit down and watch anything um most of the time i sit down and try to catch up on what i missed on highlights between wwe aew and what I need to do to look up for further shows for me. And then I watch all my stuff over and over again. So it's burnt into my memory until I have dreams, <laughs> but it's, it's actually the memory pace for me. And so I'm more ease that what I do now, even though I just enjoy watching my matches over so I can be my worst critic. Hmm. So I can always know that there's, I'm never going to be perfect every time. So I know there's never even close to perfect every time, but I love to always be able to keep, working on what I need to do to make myself better, always better, you know? So in my spare time, I do that. Um, right now, I'm occasionally picking up more dental work because I was not working dental for a while because of COVID. So I'm just starting to apply for dental offices because I'm a dental assistant. Um, but so far, most of most of my time I did during COVID, I did masonry jobs. So I did with my dad. We did sidewalks, driveways, patios, you know, mixing mud, you know, mud as in cement and you know the truck and all that stuff so i decided to work with my dad laying block and brick and stuff doing foundations and stuff so i do all that hard labor stuff and i just grew up into it so i've been making the money off of that so just now i'm kind of like you know winter's coming work always gets shorted because it's usually how it is so i kind of just want to pick the pace up back into what i really know and what i really love to do on the, during my weekdays so i kind of occasionally get some jobs temporary temp jobs and get in and do that that's what I do in my spare time besides be at the gym and try to catch up with friends and see my father and my stepmom and my family, like my niece and nephew and stuff. And I just try to catch up. It's so hard to even give sometimes even a phone call, like while you're doing stuff, like it's, it's difficult. But I just, I just try to keep going. I try to stay busy. So, and that's the best way it's to go. Right? <laughs> so, you know, it's funny today. I saw the pictures. It's just Piffy wants to know what your cat's name is. That my that cat, his name is Mickey. I have two of them. I got a female. Her name is Pid. It's P I D. Thank you. They're a Siamese breed called Balamese. So it's the certain brand of Siamese. It's a long-haired Siamese. They're 10, 10 and a half and ten years old. I've had them for a very long time and I support. It's it's so funny because I saw the picture on your Instagram with your friend. Is it Kylie Spark? Is it am I saying it wrong? Kayla, yeah. Kayla Sparks. Yes, yeah. She just had you a moment here yeah, this last past Thursday. It's actually it was so it's great. It's a great experience to see somebody. You know, you mean so happy. You know, when good things happen to good people, and you just see it happen to somebody, it's so contagious. It just. And I was, I was very honored to have her, you know, ask me to go with her and be a part of it. You know, it was a big deal. And I'm, yep. I'm just happy. Like it was She's fun. coming on our podcast tomorrow at 2.30. Oh, so she you're told, she actually told me that. I actually, now that you brought it up, she had. Yeah. It was so awesome to see her as the first match 
open up Arthur Ashe Stadium. I know, the, right? the first match that she was like the first match. She was so excited, so nervous, everything that we all get and stuff like that. But I told her, I go, you, this, you deserve it. You know, like after her story and being told and now, you know, her movie comes out and then eventually she'll be getting a documentary done and stuff like that. That's real, really how it is versus, you know, how they make movies. They always fill things in. So, but she's been through tremendous about stuff throughout her years and then for her to come back out and then still be pure and nice to some people that don't even she's teaching me now to be very patient or don't get as mad or offensive about certain things like how I've been so like it's great being friends with her within a short period of time you know and we've hit it off through just she's a great joy to be around but like I said she did anybody that deserves more more of that opportunity to be in that stadium she she had to be it it, it 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 was her it had to be her she did a great job yeah thunder rosa laid it in on her but you know what i mean oh, but no. she still managed to pick herself up get all you know fancy dancy and she went to her freaking premiere looking great smiling ear to ear you know what i mean i told her i go how do you smile this much it hurts my face <laughs> it's a, it's joker says smiling is infectious it's like yes. a disease <laughs> why i try to smile a lot too you know like and that's why everyone always can tell when something's like wrong with me like if you know me like a little bit closer on a personal level because like i could smile but i could really smile but like if it looks like i'm like like you can tell there's something wrong with me and stuff so it's just like it's, I, I i wear my heart on my sleeve with passion and that's about anything people issues business anything i'm hard on myself a lot yeah. often I'm I'm like that too. With this whole wait, my our buddy Max is here finally. Hey Max, welcome. Favorite tag team. As me and a tag team or favorite tag team ever that I love. I guess maybe like he probably meant like of all time. Yeah, of all time, your favorite your favorite tag team. Boys. Was that? The Hardy Boys. Hardy Hardy's, oh yeah. Yeah, or the Usos, you know what I mean? Like oh, I always yeah. I love them when they came out with like their skirts and everything back oh, in the day. Oh my gosh, I was big about that. So, I'm I'm more like the old school guy on the podcast. I always go have to go back up to the old school guys. Like my first tag team I ever like, I was born in the I was born in the '80s. Like, and I watched a lot of '80s '90s wrestlers. So the Steiner brothers always put my eye with those colors and like the way they were. And then they went WCW. They went bad guy. They were like black. Didn't have that neon colors. Didn't wear the the Michigan logos anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know. Something about the Steiner brothers always kept, made me like, yeah, old wrestling. school. <laughs> old wrestling. School. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that time. To Brandon, always smile. It takes more less energy to smile than it does the frown. And I tell me that tell myself that all the time. I'm like, stop wasting muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I was telling Geek, I was like, I was like, Geek, have you seen Christina do her workout regimen? No. Why are you looking so you gotta look and see the way they see what they do? You gotta investigate. And and that's why I investigate. I look at the Instagram page and look the name up. And I was just like, Geek, she could carry, she could pick me up on one arm, pick you on the other arm, and just run with us on our on her shoulders and just just run. <laughs> like Brock Lesnar style and just run. Guys, don't. <laughs> uh, 
we're her logs. <laughs> like, I haven't been posting really any too much lately because it's just been so hard for being able to record or having someone else. I was I have to actually get a new tripod because this is just a ring light that I have that I let John use as well. But like I need to get my own tripod and start doing it. But like um, I back then I used to consistently up, upload Monday, Wednesday, Friday re- religiously. You know what I mean? Like for my competition training and stuff. But. I like how you guys went back and checked that out. But. Yeah, I, I, I love watching. As you say, I like I like the workout. And I like the, I have a friend that I got re-in-touch with like during the pandemic named Michael Hito. probably not watching. He's a, he's a, like you, he does a lot of big work now. I got to tell him, dude, you got to check up Christina Marie. She, she's, she's a great athlete. And she lifts power lifts. He's a power lifter like you. And he's jacked. And he's like... He always talks about lifting and I'm like, you gotta I'm like, you gotta go on Christina's page and watch her lift. Check <laughs> her out. She does she does good stuff. You know, and I'm I'm grateful to be this strong and got as far as I have in the powerlifting careers versus you know, for wrestling careers. Uh my coach Joe, you know, Joey, you know, he I've known him for the last I've known him for since I started wrestling, but my powerlifting career started right before that. I started around the same time. So, like, he's seen my body transform quick and be able to respond to nutrients and diet plans quicker than he would ever see any of his clients that he's worked with throughout the years for bodybuilding. And I don't even do bodybuilding. He, he says that there's a gene, there's just something. I don't know if it's, and if you look at my brothers and my dad, they're, they're strong, they're, they're, Thinner. I have more body fat on my than they do. You know what I mean? I think because I'm a girl, we all have hormones, if you know. So like, okay. but they're 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 not they're not heavier. They're like they're great. They're in great shape, but not Debo. Like I got bigger arms than my brothers. You know what I mean? Like I've wrestled my brothers now. They they know better not to wrestle me. Hmm. They know. You know what I mean? They're eight and nine years or eight and seven years older than me. So Brandon was like, is like one. Uh, about before I agree with Christina with the Hardy Boys came back over WrestleMania. He oh my god, that pop when they came back. I was there. I, I, I jumped. You I was were there. there. Oh my god, there. that energy. I felt it through the TV. I was like I marked out a little bit, but thank god it was in all these four walls. <laughs> Everybody the cat was a witness to it. He was like, I don't know who this is. I wasn't even born yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to convince Joe to go to WrestleMania this year. I, I'm thinking about it. I that change that you saw that jar and I have pennies around the corner above my computer screen. Originally supposed to go to Universal, but then the pandemic kind of like squashed that like a fly on the wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if 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 I could get convince my mom, I'll mom Panther. Like I'll definitely go to WrestleMania because I went to WrestleMania 20 in the Garden, which is my. That's my end all be all. I think it's every indie wrestler before in the garden. And for me, as an 80s child and slash 90s, Madison Square Garden for me is like home. Anytime I go to the city and I'm near the garden, always got to take a picture. <laughs> I scared everybody in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I scared everybody that was sitting next to me. <laughs> I, think, I think like the whole earth stood still, but it shook. If you know what I'm saying, like when that yeah. happened, like it was just it was number one, I think, was pop for me in the last couple of years, anyways. If I could think of off the top of my head, but still, it's crazy. Yeah, nobody wants like, to know if you watch New Japan. 
I don't. Um, I did a little while ago. Um, not a little while ago, excuse me. Um, a couple of years ago, I started watching whatever would be posted by like Commander James and like Masha that when they were over there and like anybody I followed, yeah. But I, again, it's so hard for me to watch. The normal things that I actually try to catch up because I really want to watch, it's hard for me to even spend time to study or like studying in Japan. But that's also been an ultimate goal too, like to always get there. You can always go to stardom. That's another big one. Hey, what's going on? What's up? <laughs> My sister has has two cats, and her girlfriend has two cats too. One's name, my sister's cats are Gypsy and Houdini. This is my female cat. She looks the same, but she has a small face. Oh, kitty. Oh, so cute. She's a shrimp. Oh, see how mad she got? You guys are a witness to her bitchness. Excuse my mouth. <laughs> you can curse, Christina. Well, I know. I try not to because, like, you know, in the real life, I got, like, Every other word, you know what I mean. So I'm doing very well right now. Yeah, you're <laughs> We're not like Geek always says that you could tell. I always tell him. I always tell the guests you can curse, and then Geek is like, "For now." <laughs> it's, it's, when, when, once we get sponsors, all bets are off. Oh, right, right. No. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm like downing us, but like, I don't. Joe's always the negative one of the podcast. I don't know why. Because I live with I live with my parents and my mom is a lot of time like you know how many views did you get you know that TikTok video they they goes din 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 and I'm like I'm like dad the podcast went great but my mom's a but how many views did you get and you hear that din 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 oh my god when you hear that I'm just like eight she's like eight that's all eight that's all people what are you guys doing wrong like what is it like, what do you guys do do you not promote the wrestler the right way and i'm like mom we, start, we started this six months ago or eight yeah. months ago <laughs> you really think it's going to take off overnight it took yeah. joe rogan 10 years to get to 1 million or 2 million viewers it's like working consistency you know you gotta keep and, get your viewers and your fans in too it's and also work. for us christina we we like to build a relationship with the wrestlers then like you're always busy, so like I feel bad. Like I'll, I'll be messaging you, and like you're, you don't respond because it's training or doing something, and you're and you're. <laughs> but like geeks, like you're always messaging the wrestlers. I'm like, that's how you build a relationship with these people. So they know you're, you're, you're real people and not bots. You gotta think. You gotta. You know what I mean? You gotta get a way to talk, and then you know you get somewhat of a response back. It's just like I told you, we get really busy, and sometimes when we forget or we open it, and then it's in the midst of us walking our shit out to our cars, or us doing something with immediate family, or we accidentally open it when we weren't ready to respond to you, and then all of a sudden the the, the highlight of it being bold is gone, and you forget to respond back from when you accidentally opened it to respond back. It's you know, it's pretty sure you. You everybody's dealt with it with like being busy at times when your personal people try to call or like try to text you for that moment. You got to give it back. You know. We had a question from the audience. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. What or who inspired you to get into wrestling? Um, what inspired me to get into wrestling? Um, actually, I was not a wrestling fan growing up. Young, I wasn't. I was very good with UFC, but I got into pro wrestling. And what got me into pro wrestling was my mom dying of brain cancer. 
So mm. I wanted to step out my element and do something courageous, just like she fought brain cancer for nine and a half years since I was 11, 12 years old until I was 21. I started my professional wrestling career when I was 21, 22. Mm. So it's not like she pushed me to do it. It was just that I found a school nearby and I wanted to do something. I wanted to try it out. I wanted to see what it was like. So I started actually watching AJ Lee, Caitlin and all them when it was their feud during WWE because a current ex-boyfriend watched WWE a long time ago. So I ended up watching it with him and I ended up falling in love with it. Like I didn't when I was a kid. It's weird. So my mom died and I was doing powerlifting. That was helping me with my depression. Um, you know, knowing that she was going to die those nine years, she was going to die any day, and then she died finally. But it was like taking care of her and then kind of putting a pause in my life as a as a young teenage girl to be able to finish school because I couldn't learn right, couldn't speak in front of the classroom. Like I said, between cutting promos now and walking in front of 600 to 1,000 fans, like I was never scared to read a paragraph in front of somebody. So she, her dying made me, decided not try to be scared of everything that I was kind of held back from and that I had an issue with facing. So it brought a different side of me and it opened me up. And ever since I did it, I knew how to cope with the loss of staying busy and taking my adrenaline. Cause I'm a big adrenaline junkie. I mean, we're, consi- we're consistently slammed or we love, that's all we are. We're all ADHD. You know what I mean? After everything I went through wrestling solved, since solved, helped me cope with losing my mother because I my my life went on a pause. And it's not your fault, and I appreciate your apology, but I always say this to everybody. When you go through something, everybody's always sorry. It's kind of like hard what you're going to say to somebody when they lose somebody. And after losing my grandmother and my mother around within a two-year difference, and I took care of both of them under the age of 20, so I didn't finish school. So that's how I ended up where I was because I figured I was such – good at athletic, athletic stuff, like doing athletic stuff. And thank you. And um, doing sports and it helped me deal with my mental health. And it still helps me deal with my mental health on a high note, especially being older now, understanding what that little girl went through. And then knowing that when it happened, I found it, you know, and a lot of people, you know, I'm kind of glad you asked that question because a lot of people don't know my story, but my story is really messed up. But I just don't share it with many people because sometimes it's very hard for me to share it because it sucks. You know, cancer sucks. Losing anybody from an accident or losing somebody suddenly, it, it sucks. But they wouldn't want you weak. My mom wasn't weak when she was fighting cancer. Yeah, the cancer made her weak. It ate her alive. She didn't know who I was. I couldn't. She didn't know when my birthday was. I had to change her diapers. I had to do all that stuff, you know what I mean, out of one period of time. So it made me say she fought continuously, courageously, and wasn't in pain, though, but it looked like she was. But she wasn't. And there was a proven fact with doctors that she wasn't, you know. And I said I can't feel pain and have a reason to make up an excuse why I'm not finding myself and what I like to do and what I'm good at. So it made me, it took my mental statement, it swept me around, and I ended up chasing things that I loved. So she's the reason why I ended up where it is, and that's where I got the gimmick from, is courageous. It goes a lot far. So she was courageously fighting, you know what I mean? And I'm her daughter, and I'm going to be courageous, Christina Marie. And that's where. 
That's that's great. You know? Thanks. Uh, because I, I'm a cancer survivor. You hug right so. now. You could. We're yeah. <laughs> <When> crying. <laughs> it just thanks for asking that. You're Sometimes people forget girl. people are real people, and they went through some shit. So don't judge people. You know, a lot of women, a lot of men judge other people. Like, you have no idea what somebody went through. And I've learned a lot of people in the locker room that people have a story. And there's a reason why they're standing in front of one another. And we we exchange stories, you know. There's a reason why people meet, you know. So my influence I could give to little girls, um, anybody out there, grown men, anything, is just stay strong because they wouldn't want you to feel anything they don't you know what i mean like they as much as it's hard to believe just take that energy and push that's how i got through my match even though i lost my championship with megan bain what made it through also was that one fan that shocked me with that thing and it just took me completely out of my mental statement because i thought i was completely gonna be and he saved me but just stay strong like stay stay strong you're going to have times you're going to cry. You're going to put yourself, you know what I mean? There's venting times, but wipe it off, break it off, and do what they would want you to do. And I, I pray that. And I, I know that's what she would want me to do. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Wow. It's good. You know, I say that if you have, you have a story and you want to tell it, we always let the wrestler tell their story. If it's sad, and my thing is, I always say, let it out. Yeah. Let us tell your stories. It could be hard. It could be hard to say tell the stories. Mm-hmm. But our microphone is always open for you to tell your stories. That's what we love. Mm-hmm. For you guys to come tell your stories, we will hug and we will make you feel. If you're crying, we want to. We will embrace you and make you feel better. And by telling the stories, our fans will know about you even more. And they want to know that. So when when he asked me that, and I always say, it's like, when I've, I was asked this following week, I'm just not going to name anybody. I got asked what my story was. And I remember grow, uh, in the business, they always say, like, you know, you're going to get asked things. You better make sure you know your answers. Or you know what I mean? Or even if it's truly about you, you know, explaining. You're going to ask what my story was. I was very shocked. At the same time, I was just like, wow, this is really happening. Like, I'm getting asked about my story. So at the same time, I was like, I never want people to feel bad for me. I don't. I I don't. That's why I think I don't talk about it. But when people ask me or the people that really know from following me, my fan base, they know know kind of what happened. But nobody's really, like, gotten down to detail like that's why i thought about doing a documentary right at the last immortal show based off of the day because it was this you know six years since my mom passed away and stuff like six seven years excuse me six years that i've wrestled seven years she passed so it was just like i want i wanted to encourage people that i went through a big pause in my life because of taking care of my mom but watching my mom disintegrate from cancer at the same time hoping she was going to live the next day and stuff like that, but now I, I I'm catching up for it. But you, don't stop it from don't don't stop yourself from ending your life because you've lost somebody. Live for them. So that day when my like I I lost my title against Megan being immortal, I gave it my all. I still got up. I still wasn't injured. Yeah, I got beat, but at the end of the day, I said 
I still stood. And at the end of the day, I thought about my mom fighting cancer. I said the same day, I said, you may win, you may lose, but you, you're not gone. You know what I mean? You're not gone. So that's how I treat, how I treat wrestling is like that. But she just, I try to encourage people. It's so hard to find the right words without mis- misleading it and then saying the wrong words with the wrong sentence. But that's where I try to say, be courageous, stay courageous, you know, and the rage from being heel when everyone's like, Christina, don't mess with being mad is because the rage goes back from when I was dealing with a lot of shit, when I was going through depression with my mom in and out of the hospital. And I had bad anger issues and because I, you know, going around, everyone punched holes in the walls and t- took everything out. Like my hand, like these knuckles are consistent. Like they're, they're messed, messed up. They're still together. But like, if you notice, like the one's completely, it's hard to tell, completely flat because over time I've actually punched things and I paid for it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people go through hurting themselves for the wrong reason. I've used to punch things. I don't think anybody should hurt themselves for the wrong reasons because at the same time, that person doesn't want you hurting because they're hurting. They just want you to feel better. They just want you to understand that they're not hurting. And it go, I can go on forever for this. You know what I mean? But that's why I want to make a documentary kind of based about what I went through. Because there's a lot of people going through some shit in life. And they know that hurting yourself is not the right thing to do. And reach out to people. There's people that care. You know, they care. You know, that they're gone. They still care. You know, yeah. you just got to believe in that. You can't lose faith in that. You know what I mean? Because that's their... They have faith on you. That's why you're blessed with good things coming your way. Once you believe that good things come your way. Mm-hmm. So when that, when you do that document, when you do that, when you film that, as you said about the, uh, yeah, thing, on with the poster thing, if you get that film and you can even send it to an in, a, in an email or a thing, or if it's like a file, we can watch it. I'm hoping to get it done by next summer. I want to actually, because I want to, I have a, my friend and I have a couple different things and I already kind of mentioned it to my father. That's what I really want to do. And I mentioned it to my brothers. I was like, well, sharp enough. You better say some good things about your sister. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, you know, cause like, this is so different for them. Cause I can only imagine the big, like, oh, she was, she was bold. You know what I mean? I can picture her like, saying some shit, you know what I mean? Like, but you know, I'm, I'm excited, but I hopefully by next summer I'll have everything good. If not by the end of next year, cause I know it takes some time between my booking schedule and his schedule to record it than my father's schedule, but I got to plan it out. I'm going to write it out in a book the way I would want it and not how I like it. You know, yeah, well, I would definitely it. send it to you though. Once I'm, yeah, we have actually have a dude that rings that email now. We haven't actually sunk our teeth into using it yet. My mom made yeah. it for us. We still have the, the passwords and everything. We haven't even like used it. I've just been using my email for like the past 15 people we've booked. Yeah. I'm like, you really guys don't using this freaking dude that makes it. It looks so unprofessional. It says Ivy Poe. People are like, who the fuck is Ivy Poe? <laughs> it's me. It's me, Mario. Joe, why don't you just give your email address out online? It's okay. Everybody it's can hear you. Dudes that ring. <laughs> so dudes that inside hashtag podcast. It's just dudes that yeah. ring. Wait, where is it? Oh, God. So many pictures from the trip. It's dudes at ringside gmail.com. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Dudes are about, you're gonna get, we're gonna get a bunch of emails now. Great geek. Great. We're gonna open up with a thousand emails. Great. We're gonna get all that spam emails. Do you guys want to be famous? No. Yeah, <laughs> do you want do you want to do you want to save money on your car insurance? No. 
it's like it's like do you want to make other things happy no what <laughs> no, no joe no oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's bad right who's been using us for match match.com like becky sue in in upstate new york wants to meet you don't want to be her no, Joe. <laughs> I know that's the only listener says, Hey, there's mingles mingling in this town, or something like they send you a whole bunch of different spam messages. It's like, stupid. like Joe, like, don't say I yes. I didn't apply for a dating site, I didn't look at any. <laughs> He'll be yelling at me, Joe, did you sign up for a dating site or do that ringside? <laughs> I'm sad. Shut up! Whoever's laughing understands. It's fun. It's uh, that's our mod. That's our mod in the she's other room. She's, she's laughing. <laughs> Joe, did you sign up for a dating site on dudes at ringside? I'm sad. I put up. I put up with everything. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah, it's us. Um, do, do you have any, 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 oh, sorry, Keith. Oh. Uh, do you have any upcoming matches you want to promote? I'm wrestling at PPW and Broadheads. I always say this one. Broadheadsville, Pennsylvania, this weekend. Doors open at six. Show starts at seven. I am uh, tagging with Michael Orlando, the Green Machine, and we're facing a Mercedes Martinez and Alpha Junior. And Actually, a tag. I'm actually looking Ooh. forward to it. So get get some get some back pay for losing last month, you know. But I'm not gonna lie. I've never taken a move the way Mercedes gave. All I'm gonna say is if you have if you have fight TV and you want to watch a like a hitting match between me, Mercedes Martinez, and Rachel Allring from last month, it's worth it. And and honestly, the show is worth it. Like I was watching some of the matches, and you know, it's very hard for me to watch everybody's match, but I watch like my people's and like watch certain matches to see how it is. Besides like the 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 cuts, the way they did the videos a little bit too quick, but other than that, the matches are great. Absolutely great. And uh, I said, highly suggest you go out, you you can watch it. I've been actually, I've already watched it five times already. Probably be six tonight. I just told Kayla that tonight. I was like, I'm watching it again. She's like, Why are you watching it again? I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm making, I'm, I'm yelling at myself. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm <laughs> quick here. I'm doing this. You know what I mean? But it's good because I feel like it's one of my best matches that um, I've had since I've came back since my cage match with Hollow Dead last year before COVID kind of shut down the fall time, which that was one of my favorite matches too. I can't wait till my next cage match in pro wrestling in my gear versus, you know, I wonder who it could be next. It'd be a great opportunity because that was, that was great. I don't know if you've watched that. That's on, um, I think WITV is it WIWTV or whatever. That is actually free if you look on there, but I actually screen recorded it and uploaded it on YouTube because I was just like, whatever, you know, I couldn't rip it. <laughs> I learned. Oh, I just I'm telling you the secrets right here. I just learned how to do that, Christina. You know that it was funny screen because record? the screen record. Yeah, I learned. My mom taught me how to use do that. And now, like wrestlers would accidentally send their promos like the other way on Instagram instead of sending you with just the video. Yeah, they just send it as a video of a, a box, and geeks like, I'm like, no, and then geeks it messes like, the megapixel up. It makes it look choppy. Oh, okay. Now I know. See you, geek. So, I mean, for a promo, like, the quality of the phone and the quality of the HD picture or video that's being recorded off of it, if it's taken... You gotta hold it like this way. Yes. Yeah. As long as it's not, you know, it starts off and it's clean. You gotta make sure it's steady from the beginning. 
So then it doesn't mess the megapixel up. If you send it through Messenger, even like you put it through Messenger, it will megapixel the actual quality of the video that you took off the phone. Like if you have a, I have a Samsung Note, not the the plus, but the other one, but the pictures on it are crazy. Like videos are crazy. But if I send my thing through the Messenger, it like megapixels it. Cause I had my friend Alex fix my videos and I was like, oh man, why is it blurry? Like I made sure my face looked great there. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff. You know what I mean? I was hoping like it was crisp. Like you see the vein in my head, you know, like, oh. yeah, uh, but you know what I mean? So if you don't, but most of the time people send it through email because it keeps the quality of the video, send it through email, it downloads to your file or whatever app you use for whatever you use for your videos. And it keeps it that way. So then that's the, the quality it is. So there's like different qualities. It, it, you got the same with Instagram. You know what I mean? Some, you send it through them. It, it takes the quality and minimizes it what Instagram would use and then video comes out like Instagram quality yeah. but your phone quality. and if you have a shitty phone and then you download the video it's not the same quality it doesn't turn out so it's yeah. all I know that I don't know much but I know that <laughs> I always get worried because like like I didn't know how to do it because I screenshot it and I was like okay I didn't know how to do it then I found out how to do it because we were on our anniversary and the first British female wrestler we ever had on our podcast when I went to my cousin's house in New Hampshire, all of a sudden I'm doing something and Geeks messaged me. I see an Instagram notification. I was like, Kiara! Oh my god, it's Kiara. Oh my god, our first British guest ever finally responds. It was after like, what, two months, three months? This girl was our first ever British guest. She messaged us out of nowhere. She probably knew it was a, she probably knew it was a hundredth episode, so she, she want, probably wanted to say hi. It, that's what a geek said, and I, I, I was just like, it just blew my like my my heart sunk to my knees. I'm short, so it, like it didn't have to go that far. <laughs> it was in like, oh, it's like ah, okay, I'm good. It's like a little person falling off a couch. Ah, oh, okay, that's not that bad. <laughs> like me falling off the couch, it's not the far. Like me falling down the stairs, dead. It's it's like I was like, oh my god, I, my eyes almost full water because Kiara. For us, if she, if we never met her, we would have never met. We would never be internationally known. That's where you go. Like, if it wasn't for her, we would never have this big run in England. That's why you know what I mean. You never know what guest you can have. That you know what yeah. I mean. That's what I mean. That's why every everybody you know what I mean. You can think about one person, you wouldn't even think it gets a ton of views. You know what I mean? Because you just come to listen that person right without that. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're off, and we're like known in Germany. Like when we also post our podcast, like on the actual podcast podcast platforms, like iHeartRadio, stuff like that. That's all on the bottom of the screen right now. So like later on tomorrow, whatever. People posted on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm reading right now. Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, iHeart. I got him to put it on iHeartRadio. I mean, he's like, yes, on iHeartRadio. He had him like, why? He's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. Well, anywhere, you know what I mean? You got to think everybody uses all different types of More, the, more the merrier. More yeah. the merrier. Yeah. More, more people, more places, more things to hear. <laughs> more yeah. things. And like, you never know. Like, it's so much fun. It's so much fun, and this is so much fun. It was so 
It's so awesome meeting you, Christina. Like it was awesome being on here. We we want to thank you so much for coming on. By yes, the way. Well, thank, thank you guys. Our pleasure. It's my pleasure. And it was actually yeah. a very big. It was joy, absolute joy, and, to be out here. And as I said, like if you ever want to come back on and come on and and talk and tell some more stories about your career in the ring and stuff like that, doors always open. Yeah. Thank you. And we're and we're always good people to talk to, also. Guys, on, guys uh, Instagram and everything like that. So. Great conversation too. You know I mean? Yeah, so, there are messages after a show, and you're feeling like feeling a little down. That Thank message you. is always open. Yeah, yeah. You're part of the family now, Christina. You know? <laughs> All right. Part of the family. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I really Later. appreciate it. I hope you you guys have a great night. And you too. You know, you stay too. safe. Yes. Later. Later. Wait, no, no, wait. You're doing it wrong. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See that, kitty? <laughs> that, you're doing it wrong. You're doing, you're doing a thumbs up. We got to do that the muscles. Is that ringside podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's Bye, a selfie right there. Later. Thank you. I really, it was a joy. All right. <laughs> Later. Bye. All right. That, that was, was so much fun. That was yeah. fun. That we was had everything in that interview. Everything. Uh, everything from. Funny to sad to you yeah. Know, we that has to be the th- that has to be the thumbnail. Yeah, that it has does. to be the thumbnail of us like this, <laughs> doing the doing the uh, <laughs> young box pose. We're all we're like <laughs> we're all like this. <laughs> we're all doing the muscle. That's cool. so all right, awesome. yeah. But anyway, uh, should I just take it away, Joe, and just end it there right now? Go. All right, you guys could donate to us at http streamlabs.com slash dudes at rankside. http streamlabs.com slash dudes at rankside. Joe, <laughs> sorry. Okay, um, don't forget to come check us out tomorrow at 2 30 p.m. Um, we will be having a girl, a female wrestler that was trained by Thunder Rosa. Her name's Kayla having... Sparks. What's that? Yeah. Kayla Sparks. Kayla Sparks. And then tomorrow at 8 p.m., we will be having Jamie Lynn, Mm -hmm. which is a really good hardcore indie wrestler. So we will see you on Friday. Good night, everybody. Wait.